Seattle Sports World. It's your boy Big June with another episode of Smokers Lounge, where sports discussions become sports debates and so on and so on. Yeah, you know, roll that, get your cup ready. I'd like to discuss something here with y'all, man. What y'all think about this, man? Once the pandemic of the coronavirus is subdued and so forth, or if they say it's safe for sports to resume. How do you feel about empty stadiums and arenas? No fans. Nobody, just the players? Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird just thinking about it, right? But uh, this is the reality we're facing right now. With this pandemic, no one knows when it's gonna end. All we know is that uh, everybody was warned and mandated to stay in, stay safe, social distance. And uh, always wash your hands and stuff like that. Are we speaking about the coronavirus? You know, prayers and condolences to the families, the friends, all lost ones that lost theirs during this crisis. You know, we're praying for you. Stay strong. Only way we can stay united. Stay united. Like, as far as sports, sports plays a play a major part in our daily lives. Some of us enjoy watching it. Others enjoy playing it. Whether you're a man or female, boy or girl, sports is pivotal in the lives. So with that being said, again, once it's clear that all major sports can return, how do you feel about empty arenas and stadiums? You know, it's televised, I guess, I don't know. I seen a WWE event not so long ago and it was empty. Forgot what event that was, but you know they they stood in character, the acting, whatever. It's just entertainment, but it just looked weird. However, as a sports fan, I don't want to sound selfish, but I pretty do much wish that you know baseball season would have started on time. Right now, we'd be into the NBA playoffs and NHL hockey at the same time. It's an amazing time for a sports fan, you know. Training camp, the NFL draft is this week coming up. You know, sports would have kept us busy, kept our mind occupied. To a sense, you know. Like, I remember when Mike Piazza hit the home run against the Braves after the 9-11 attacks. How special that home run felt. I'm not a Met fan, but as a New Yorker, as a sports fan, you couldn't feel but the electricity running through you, the goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps now talking about it. And for that little moment in time, people had a relief. Like, the towers and all the stress and all the deaths, or everything was, was on to the side. It was just the lights, the three bases, the bat and the ball. When Mike Piazza hit that home run, yeah, not only the whole world felt it, New York felt it. We all needed that. It's like a comforting hug from your parent. Like, come here, I got you. Everything's gonna be all right. Now we fast forward to 2020, and we don't know. And there's been athletes that confirm that they are positive for the coronavirus, and their loved ones as well, and no one wants to see somebody die or permanently ill, and I wouldn't rush that or say that, listen, you need to do this because we need that. No, 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 not at all. Because 
you know, as much as I love sports, so I'm not going to wish death on no one. And yes, they do get paid ransomly. Love, lovely. But uh, at the end of the day, they're still human like us. So I'm not going to put their life on the line. I'm not putting mine on the line. If I'm home right now, I'm not working in my demolition construction job. So I understand safety for precautions. As far as the stadium workers and, you know, the, the people who rely on these paychecks for this part-time jobs when the season is open. You know, I feel bad for them. And I wish they'd be compensated. And every other arena and stadium workers, you know, not a quick question. Like, in baseball, let's say, for example, baseball. Are they going to to have bat boys and bat girls and ball boys and ball girls, etc., etc.? Like, the umpire has to receive balls. Is he going to retrieve empty ones for the pouch? And how is that? Is uh, Are the kids going to be able to retrieve the ball if it's hit outside the foul line by left field, right field? Who retrieves that? It's all interesting questions. Yes, it is. But again, maybe we are just talking about this just to talk because maybe by the time you hear this, sports will be back. I highly think, unthink that, but empty arenas. As far as soccer fans, you know, they pack them stadiums. You know, they love that. So I got to see soccer players running back and forth the court on their field, empty stadium. What about the guy who holds the flag, the whistles, the refs, the numbers, the people who hold the cards on the side? Like, how do you complete that? How do you accomplish a successful match if it's just the players or the coaches? If that. How do you get the Olympics coming up? You know, can't have those events. Too much social gathering there. It's not enough distancing there. If it's in there, right? Yeah, it's like, college football, just any student athlete, their fraternities and they're based on them. Like when you look at a college football game or a college basketball game, you know, the students pack the arena. They fill it up. Every school has their section and they represent and have their pride out on display. How would it feel? Let's say at a Sweet 16, March Madness, empty arena, no one there but the players and coaches. Would you still tune in? Of course you would, so would I. Would it feel weird? Of course it would. But would that bring a sense enormously? I don't know. A sense of everything's getting back to normal, a sense that, you know, the stress and the anxiety rolls down, like, oh, look, sports is back on. Oh, look, you know, Duke is playing, or all oh, these damn Yankees on. And by the way, you know, I'm looking forward to the Yankee season. I, you know, I felt like this could be our season. Well, I feel like that every season. But anyway, we just have to wait and be patient and understand that, listen, this is bigger than sports. This is bigger than a lot of things. A lot of us have never felt or confronted something like this in our life. Right now, we're dealing in a real crisis, a pandemic, this coronavirus. Sports, it had to me, it had to be shut down. It was the only way. Now, do I miss it? Of course I miss it. 
And I know you guys miss it. You know, miss here being at the smokers lounge, just talking shit, kicking and vibing, you know? Barbershop talks, you know? All that, everything coming into play. The sports was always in that. It's, it, it was a factor. It factored in. Like right now, this upcoming NFL draft, uh, virtue draft. I didn't get to see the WNBA one, but I heard they they knocked it out the park. Shout out to the WNBA for getting it right on the virtue draft. And even as that league, they don't get the promotion they deserve, that they need, that that league needs, that keeps prospering. Young talent there, right? They can't afford to play without fans. That league is not on a standing crutch that can hold a fan with stand the loss of fans. If all these small market teams in any sport cannot really afford to play and perform without the fans. Yeah, I get it. So you got to think about the little brother in a situation like this, right? Like in baseball, they said, you know, he's thinking of a plan of playing in Phoenix because the heat, you know, supposedly has the coronavirus die out, die out, excuse me, after, you know, whatever the doctor said, scientists say. But it's like living in a bubble, right? So you exclude your family because the family's not going to be there. So all the players who are accustomed to having their family roll with them trip by trip, side by side all the time. It's not gonna feel right. Certain major league baseball players already harping on it. I think the kid who was, uh, who was it, X-Men, Zach Wheeler, him and his wife are expecting their first kid or the kid in general, and he's not gonna miss it, and I don't blame him. And there's another couple of guys that feel the same way. They don't wanna feel excluded. They don't wanna feel like we're going back to work, but, but, yeah, but here's a but. It's a but for everybody. Because I'm waiting to go back to work, but. So I understand the feeling, the uncertainty of that. Yeah, I do. I'm not an athlete, but I don't want to be in dangerous grounds. I don't want to be away from my family, my kids. Have me thinking going crazy, not knowing what's going on. So I get that. But, you know, Eventually, I will have to go back to work. Under certain conditions, under limitations, hey, that's what it is. And these athletes will have to too. So, you know, empty arena. Could take it back to your childhood before you became a professional. You know, when you just played for the love of the game. Right? Under the street lights. The fl- right? Street lights. Out in the park, you know, before those lights go off. In the street. Street light, you know. For the football, the two-hand touch days. You know, you guys remember that? The baseball that you could barely see the ball because it was getting dark and the light kept going off, right? And you just play for the love. Now, I don't know if they could just do that, like turn on, turn off, and, you know, it's hard. Like right now for the NBA. Yeah, we all want the season to come back, of course. But at what cost? Playoffs would have just started this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could we do? This is what this is what we're living in. This is the times we're going through.
But how would that affect that? Could them guys perform in an empty arena, stadium, just nothing up? Because, you know, some players, you know, they tend to feed off the crowd, the energy. Whether you're the good guy or the bad guy, the villain, you know. Like Mike said, he'll go to an arena, and he loved when they booed him, you know? Made him feel good. Made him feel powerful. Because you look up at the stands at a timeout, and you need a crucial bucket. And there's no support team, there's no support system there to look at. Does that take away from the game? Might, maybe, depending on the mentality of that player. Yeah, I get it. Your fans, you're used to them, you're used to that, everybody, the noise, the crowd. But it's like, uh, like Kirk Cousins said, for him, I mean, I get it for him, because sometimes he does a lot of stupidity on the field. <laughs> you know, shout out to Kirk Cousins. But he said, it's, it'll, it'll feel refreshing. I guess, like, if he does throw that interception, or he does fumble, that he has to look up in the crowd and hear them, you know? Which I get that too. You know, it is sometimes. But, uh, he can't speak for every player, you know, can he? Eventually, the decisions will be made. Every commissioner will have a tough decision ahead of himself. And hopefully they get it right. Because we all want sports to come back. Yes, we do. Please, come save us. But at what cost? Not at lives. If this coronavirus is not going nowhere, it's not weakening, how do we put ourselves out there on the front line? We already have essential workers and everybody else out there exposed. I don't know. As a sports fan, yes. I love sports. I'm watching reruns. I'm watching 30 for 30s on ESPN, you know. But it's, that's all we could do until them. We get to go ahead. As far as the sports world, you know, we hold our breath. We're waiting for it. There's a lot of things that are supposed to be coming on right now. You know, you got the playoffs in hockey, basketball, baseball just started up. The NFL draft is coming up. The so training camp is right around the corner. And Mike Rag, or it might have been the Olympics was this summer as well. You know, it is what it is. Everything is, it's at a standstill. And I get it. I understand it. Uh, this is the world that 2020 started off like, you know, like you guys forgot about me or something. I'm going to make y'all remember me. Yeah, he, 2020 has made an impact. And we're not even halfway. We're not even halfway. It's this scenario, right? Home opener, bottom of the ninth, standing at the plate, two men on, two outs, right? Down by two. Here's the pitch, deep drive. Right center, looking up, going, gone. Game winning. Three-run homer, Giancarlo Stan. Yeah, you watching it at your TV? Yeah, you go crazy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. But it got to feel weird as he rounds those bases, right? And he looks up and there's no one there. Not a peep. Maybe his teammates are, you know, they're feeling good. The clubhouse, the dugout is going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, no one will have to feel weird rounding those bases. Huh? Like, this is like, could you imagine Aaron Rodgers rolling out the pocket? Desperation, one last heave. Here it goes. Another Hail Mary. Holy shit, another Hail Mary. The crowd will go crazy. But wait a minute, there isn't no crowd. It's just dumb. That sideline is going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it just doesn't have the same feel to it. It just doesn't feel right. So maybe they should hold on to the sports until everything is all right, whenever that is. Could we survive without that? Yeah, we've been surviving. We're hurting. We're struggling. <laughs> you know? But uh, we don't want to put nobody's lives in jeopardy. And uh, definitely don't want to put my life in jeopardy. Because I'm not going to go attend a, stand, a sporting event knowing that it's there and it's a possibility I could be exposed to it and bring it back to my family. So as a fan, yes, I would not attend a sporting event unless I knew it was a thousand percent sure that nothing's gonna happen as far as that. Or we're not talking about a terrorist attack or nothing like that. We're just talking about like social gathering. That man across from you sitting behind you, sitting in front of you, sitting on the side of you. You don't know what that man's been exposed to. And vice versa, he doesn't know what you've been exposed to. So it's just an awkward situation that you don't wanna be in. It's like being in the train now. Before my job shut down, I had a like, hmm, because I know the trains are so nasty in New York City that it's in the air and you got these people sleeping on the cards and you just got dirty people overall. You know, and somebody coughs. Oh, oh, my my antennas is up now. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you cover your mouth? You got a mask on? You better not do it again. I don't want to feel like that. No one wants to feel like that. I get that. I understand that. Believe me, I know. So, that's like you going to a sporting event. You at the line at the concession stand. And you're waiting to get your beverage. You're waiting to get some food. And someone coughs. Could you imagine that scenario? In this day and age, right now. Might not end up right. Now, remember... In the stadiums, they sell alcoholic beverages. A lot of times, sporting events, some guys consume too much. And, you know, you guys see it on Worldstar and on Facebook and Instagram of fans fighting each other. So imagine knowing the pandemic, the coronavirus, and this person coughs next to you. And you had a couple. You had a couple. And let's say your team's losing. Then what? You know? Then what? You know, I know what happens next. We all do. And it's not going to end right for someone. You know, I, I, I give you an example. You know, one time I was at a Yankee stadium. I was in an league game, Mets Yankees. At that day, I had uh, one too many to drink. One thing led to another. I had an altercation with, uh, what a Mets fan? Well... It wasn't even an altercation. I started it. I picked on him. I slapped him. I kept harassing, berating him and his wife. And, uh, you know, scored it out of Yankee Stadium. Avoided prosecution and, and some bullpen therapy. 
that, God. But uh, one, two drinks can lead to anything. And I was so fired up that it didn't matter. All I seen was a punching bag wearing a man hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to him and his wife, man, for not pressing charges on me, man. But, uh, you know, as a fan, I get it. I get it. A heartbreaker or something, you know. Sometimes as you've seen the video of fans leaving the stadium, you know, and they just getting into it. One word leads into it. Fists are thrown. Bodies on the floor. Yeah, it's not coming with sports, unfortunately, you know. And with uh, that hovering over our heads as a as the blackest cop, right? I don't think we could deal with that on a daily basis. As far as athletes themselves, you know, you have to go from city to city, state to state. That's a lot of traveling. It takes a toll on your body. But it takes a toll mentally as well. Now imagine that, having to know that everything needs to be cleaned, everything needs to be sanitized, this, that. You can't be here. Don't stand next to me. Let's, you know, nobody wants to live like that. Like, have that behind your back. Like, you're constantly looking behind your back. You know, you just don't know. The uncertainty, you just don't know. To the stadium, like, it's a lot of pros and cons to it. Again, yes, I'm a fan. I love the game. I love the game. Love the game. I love basketball, baseball, football. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I'm not going to have them out there, out there, because just, I love it. Yeah, I love it. But I love people. And I, I wouldn't have them jeopardize their life just because I want to see a home run. Just because I want to see you hit a walk off. I want to see you slam dunk. I want to see you cross the next man over in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I could watch that on YouTube. I could watch old highlights on ESPN. You know, safety precaution all the time. So, as far as playing the game, yeah, you got to play it. And nah, believe me, nobody wants sports to return more than me. But it has to be at the right time. Everything has to go right. Can't be force-fed because this is what it is. This has been enough of that. Hasn't gone right. And besides, some of these owners, with the money you invested on your teams, on these players, on everything, your organization, are you willing to risk that when the reward could be way greater later on down the road. It's like when you're running a football and you're the owner of an NFL club. I'm your star player. Yes, I deserve that money, but I also cannot stay healthy to play a whole season. Are you going to pay me? Probably not. And if you do, you're not going to give me the value I deserve. Right? So now flip it as a fan. If you're not guaranteeing me or my family safety knowing that or we go into your arena and we sit down in your seats and we stand in your lines, nothing is going to happen. Then I'm going to go home. Everything's going to be fine. I got to get tested in at the spot. Let them know that I'm home here. You're positive. Have some ease. Okay. Enjoy the game. You're not. You're not going to go to those lamps and extremes to do that. 
right? Okay. So I'm not going to go and jeopardize myself as well because you need to fill up the seats. Because you need to sell merchandise. Right? You guys need to worry about yourselves and so do we and so do the athletes. So if an athlete says once their respective sport is given the green light, okay, you could return. And they don't feel safe with that. Then what? Is he being, uh, is he griping for no reason? Because there is no I in team. But what is, what does they do if you don't want to suit up? If you don't feel safe suiting up? Obviously, you probably won't get paid. Could you live with that? As an athlete, knowing. Let's see an example, like, Let's see, like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. If they come to New York to face the Knicks or face the Brooklyn Nets, knowing this is the epic center of the pandemic, according to Cuomo and all the other politicians, right? It's New York City is the epic center of the coronavirus. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, or Rudy Gobert. I don't think I want to take that trip. So if I miss this New York swing, this two steps before we head down south towards Florida or somewhere to play Orlando, are the fans in the organization going to hold it against me, Donovan Mitchell? Because I don't feel safe playing in New York City? Just think about it. Or you open it in a crucial four-game series at Yankee Stadium. And Chris Sale, hey, I know he's out for the season with, with uh, Tommy John and all that. But if he accepts the management and tells them he doesn't want to start that game on Sunday or on Saturday, he doesn't feel safe. Then what? Is he just thinking about himself? Because it's an individual game. Could you think about that? So if he's not comfortable performing at a high level because of what's going on, could you hold that against him? Right? But some of these players have said it. They don't want to feel like they're living under a tent, under a bubble. If the baseball season does resume and they are all on the play under Arizona. So it's limits and restrictions of what you could do. Some of them athletes tend to have their family with them. Like these young athletes, like they need the support system as they travel. This is a new world to them. So you want your players comfortable. You want your players focused, right? With, with this over your head, how could you perform? To your capabilities at a high level if you're not mentally sharp. Now, everybody's going crazy. Everybody's dealing with anxiety. No one knows what to expect. It could be any time you could get a phone call and have one of your loved ones or one of your dear friends, anyone, lost to this battle because this coronavirus is serious. No one knows when it's going to end. So this is why sports is up in the air. No one knows. You know, your boy Big June, 
I miss it. I miss it. Miss sports. Miss watching it. Miss talking about it. I'm talking about it now. That's what got me talking about it. <laughs> but I'm not going to risk the players to go out there just to fulfill my, my needs. You know? No, you feel? Yeah, I want the games to return. Of course. But do they want to play in empty arenas and stadiums? And should they? Because this is the time where we need to know everything is safe, everything is all right. Unless you don't know, it should stay the way it is. It's going to remain the same. It has to remain the same. Well, Commissioner Silva gave an update of when the NBA could return. And he had no answer. And rightfully so, yeah, we all want the playoffs. Of course, playoffs right now, playoff time. It's the best time of the world as a sports fan. It's playoff time. You got hockey and base basketball, excuse me, right now. Playoffs are supposed to begin in the process. Yeah, of course. But we didn't get to see who would have took the eighth seed. We didn't even rest the regular season because there were still teams battling for them fighting two spots. Like everything wasn't cemented yet as far as standings into the playoff seeding. What do you want to see that? Either way, a playoff run, Western Conference Finals, Lakers Clippers, Kawhi, LeBron, AD. We might not never know. Right? We might not never know. Could we see a young team like Memphis corral and take that eighth spot and match up and give the fans something to see in the first round of the playoffs? John Morant cemented his rookie of the year? Those are all questions that we need answers for. Yes, we do. We do. We do. As for baseball fan. As a Yankee fan, die hard. I wanted to see how Garrett Cole looked in pinstripes. I want to see if he's going to be the strikeout machine that he was in Houston. The lights out pitcher he was with the Astros. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, no, eventually we're going to get to see it. I'm going to get to see it. We're all going to get to see it. But when? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, Smokers Lounge. Yeah, we need the sport, man. It's not the same. It's not the same.